Are you ready for the best podcast I've ever recorded? Maybe even the most value-packed podcast you've ever heard? I know, it's a big promise, but I honestly believe this is going to be a game changer for you. If you are curious on how I launch my launch process, if you're struggling with your own launches, if you want bigger launches, better launches, easier launches, this episode is for you. And today I'm going to be sharing my six-part process, what I do when I'm launching, how you can customize it, oh gosh, mistakes, and so much more. So let's do this. Hi friend, welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. I remember when launching sucked. I said it, it sucked. I would put out offers and no one would sign up. I would be totally heartbroken. I would beg Peter to let us have ice cream and Netflix for dinner. Sometimes he would give in, but only if I ate veggies first. (laughs) Such a good husband. Um, And that might be how launches are for you. And if so, I'm so glad that you're here today. I promise this podcast is going to help you so much because now, now my friend, launching is so fun. I love launching. I love selling, as you can probably tell, and my mindset around it is so different. People always sign up when I put something out there, right? The reason, one of the biggest reasons I think people always sign up now is because I'm following this this six-part process, which I wasn't doing before. I was really doing a terrible job before, and so I'm going to walk you through what that is, but I really want to share a little bit of of my mindset behind launches now because I think it's going to be helpful. So like one thing when when I'm selling anything, um, but especially when I'm doing a launch, and I guess what I mean by a launch is putting out a product and having a promotional plan behind it, you know, really focusing on getting that out to the people who need it most, right? Launching is like such a a big thing in entrepreneurship. So you've probably heard of it, but um, for people not in the online space, it's probably like, what are you doing? Launching a rocket ship? I don't get it. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that. So pretty much like getting your program, your one-on-one coaching, your course out into the world. And so, okay, my my mindset now, and I think this is what makes it so much fun, is I think about all of the amazing people I'm going to get to work with. And all of the things, I'm going to get them, I'm going to help them create and get out into the world, right? The partnerships that are going to come from it, the friendships that are going to come from it, the opportunities that are going to come from it. And I genuinely get myself so hyped up, like I'm getting excited thinking about it right now. Um, And it brings me so much joy and it brings me so much happiness. And when you have joy and you have happiness and you have excitement and you have enthusiasm, then you show up to promote your offer with this energy and people can pick up on energy. I know you guys can pick up on energy. So really like figure out the state of mind when you're launching. And I know it's hard when you have had launches that have flopped. I've had so many, but mindset is so important and you can 
convince yourself of something in your mind before it's actually happened, right? Um, so you got to practice that. You got to practice your mindset and meditation, all of those things that help you get in that abundant state of mind. But if you can do that and you follow these six steps, I promise your launches are going to be so much more successful. So one little thing you may have noticed, I am getting over a cold. I don't know why it's not gone yet. Um, so if my voice sounds a little bit different, that is why. This is my first cold, my friend, in probably like five years. Like what the heck? I'm so over it. So I'm drinking some mental focus tea, which is super yummy. I can put this in the, the episode notes if you guys are curious. It really helps. Peter bought it. And normally I'm not a fan of teas with a bunch of stuff. Like I like pretty simple teas. I'm not a big fan of like the yogi teas with all the variety and especially the stevia. No stevia in my tea, please. But this one is pretty good. Okay. Also, speaking of episode notes, I had Peter, it was his idea. I can't take credit for it. Peter created a visual to go up, to go along with this because In this episode, I'm going to share a lot and some people, I'm super curious if you guys are, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or um, Facebook and let me know if you are a visual learner. He is such a visual learner and by the way, if you work with your spouse, like knowing how they learn and how they like to communicate can be really helpful. For me, I'm a talker, (laughs) go figure, and I like to listen to things. It's like, just tell me. Tell me things. I'm going to talk it out. I'm going to work it out. I'm going to figure it out where Peter really likes to see things. So I'll be like telling him something and he's like, can I just see it? And I'm always like, ugh. But then I learned like that's how he learns and that works better for him. And we can move a lot faster if I just do what works best for him. So what does this have to do with you? If you are a visual learner, if you go to the episode notes, and if you guys don't know how to do that, if you're listening to the episode on your phone, you if you have, a, I have an iPhone, so if you don't have an iPhone, I don't know how it works, but for the iPhone, if you're listening on your phone and you are like listening to the episode, it should have like my cover art and you scroll down, there's episode notes and there should be links. There's going to be a link to a download of these six steps that you can look at after the show or you can look at while you listen to the show to help you see this whole entire process that I am explaining right now. Cool? All right. And then last thing, I promise, we're going to get to the good stuff, is if you want to master sales, launching, getting clients, signing social is now open, finally. So this is my three-month mastermind. This is for the coach who feels like she's doing everything right, but her income is not where it needs to be. If you have had flopped launches after flopped launches, um, if you're not bringing in the income you want, this is for you and you have got to get a spot. So check out the show notes or you can just go to my website, plantbasedcoach.biz and it will be all over that if it's still open. So definitely check that out. DM me on Instagram. We can talk about it. But I wanted to make sure you knew about that because we're going to talk about all of this. I'm going to help you with all of this. We're going to go through every single step together in the program and so much more. All right, let's dive into the sixth part. So when it comes to launching, the first thing that I do, the thing that so many people skip, the thing that I skipped is I validate test my idea and I build interest. Are you doing that? That is something to ask yourself. Am I doing this? So what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is before you launch anything, you probably have an idea for something you want to launch, right? So some, most of you who listen to the show are health coaches like I was, and you maybe want to do, I'm just going to use 
plant-based weight loss. I always use that example, I know, but that's what I used to do. So it's just easy. So let's say that you are plant-based weight loss, that's your niche, and you really want to help women lose 20 pounds, right? You just have this this sense of that's what they want. And you guys, this is really helpful too, like knowing your audience and like posting content all of the time and asking questions all the time and pulling your people. Um, Because for me, anytime I create something new, it comes out of, oh my gosh, everybody's saying this to me. Everybody's asking me this. My clients keep asking me about this. I keep hearing about this. And it's like, boom, idea. Okay, cool. Download complete. Let me test this out. Let me make sure I'm on the right track. So if your idea for a program comes from other people in your who are your ideal clients or um, similar to your ideal clients or they are your clients and they're asking for something that you don't have yet, that is great. That is really where you want your ideas to be coming from or something that you struggled with. That's where you want your ideas to come from, but that isn't enough. From there, I then recommend you throwing it out there, right? Throwing out your idea and what you're thinking, right? So that can look like, so say we're doing like the plant-based weight loss and you're like, okay, cool. Like everybody keeps asking me, how do I lose this last 20 pounds, 20 pounds, I'm 20 pounds. And you're like, okay, I can help people lose 20 pounds. I I got the method. I know how to do this. So then- You take that and you put it out on social media. Who here would love to lose 20 pounds with a plant-based diet? What if I could share with you how you could lose 20 pounds on a plant-based diet without counting calories, without, without cutting out carbs? You know, things like that, asking that on your Facebook page, in in Facebook groups, on Instagram. And here's another tip for you. I recommend doing this at different times, different places, and more than once because a lot of times what happens, oh, and sometimes with photos of yourself, sometimes with photos of food, sometimes with a video, asking via video, sometimes during a live, like switch up the method because I've put out stuff still to this day where I'll put something out and nobody responds to it or reacts to it or only a few people do. And then I put it out another time and it just goes wild with comments. So um, don't put something out once and be like, oh, nobody wants this or um, oh, I don't know about this. Like if you are really excited about it and that's really huge too, you guys, don't don't create things you're not excited about because you're going to be promoting it for a while with this strategy. And I would hate for you to create something that you're not excited about because we can tell, again, energy. So that's step number one, right? Put it out there. And then here is something that goes along with part number one, step number one. That is pay attention to who says yes, to who says, I would love that. That would be so helpful. Amazing. They put the gif in, right? With the like heart emoji, smiley face eyes. Those are your people. Those are your people. From there, you got to talk to them more. Awesome. Like, have you tried a plant-based diet before? Have you done this before? Um, you know, get ask more questions, get more feedback, stay in contact with them, start building that relationship because you are going to come back to those people during step number four, step number six, step number five, like those are your people, right? So that is part one is going to be to validate your idea test it and build an interest list. You can create, you know, you can write their names down or you can save a post, whatever you need to do, but pay attention to the people who say yes and really start building a relationship with them. Now, part two is going to be to get clear on the program structure. Now, I'm not saying 
go behind your computer and spend weeks creating your program and getting it all planned out and everything like that. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to be clear on what's included, who's it for, what are the benefits of this program, what are the features of this program, what is the length of this program, right? You need to get clear on that because if you don't get clear on that, it's going to be really hard to talk about it because it's going to be very vague and loose and you're going to be like, what the heck am I even selling? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's just going to be too hard to do. So if you can get really clear Then what happens is with clarity comes confidence. With clarity comes confidence. If you don't have clarity and you're showing up online talking about things like trying to promote your coaching, but you don't even really know like what's included in your coaching or like what the results are, you're not going to be very confident. So you need to spend some time and it doesn't have to be a long time and really plan out how long is your program, right? And you need to think about how long do you need to get the transformation you're you're promising. And P.S. for all of my health coaches, it doesn't need to be a six month program. It can be a six week program. It can be a four week program, right? It could be a one day workshop. Like you are the boss, you get to decide. But really think about your ideal client and the transformation that you're promising and what they need with that cool. So that is getting clear on the program structure, thinking about too, in part one, when you are, when people are saying yes, like getting more feedback from them can be really helpful too. But don't worry because in part three, we're going to do that again. So after you're clear on the program structure, you are not then going to build the sales page. You are not then going to create the launch plan. Then at least this is what I do. (laughs) Again, you guys can do it however you want, but this is how I do it and it works really well. So From there, you're going to validate your offering. So you're going to ask more questions. And what I mean by that is, let's say that you're creating a three-month plant-based weight loss program. So it's three months long. The, The end result is at least 20 pounds weight loss. Again, you can't really promise that because everybody's different, but that's the goal. That's why why they're signing up. If you want to lose 20 pounds, this is the program for you, right? And so... From there, you're going to put out, again, kind of like a similar thing. You know, if in three months I could help you lose weight on a plant-based diet and I included, and this is where everything that you wrote out, you know, like this includes, um, you know, recipes, this includes workout videos, whatever it includes, and this includes X, Y, and Z, like would you be interested in it? Now, the part that is so important is you really have to bring it with this. When you are validating again in step number three, I want you to pretend you're launching. So bring your enthusiasm, bring your good content, really put it out there because there are a lot of things vying for our attention. And so for your program to really stand out, and this is great practice for marketing and and selling for when you actually are launching, Make it juicy, make it exciting, have some fun, let your personality shine. I don't want you guys to feel like you have to be so over the top or like maybe you see how I launch things and you're like, oh, I have to do it exactly how Sarah does with like this live video and like, you know, all these stories. You don't have to do it like that, but you do have to bring it because like I said, there are a lot of things out there vying for our attention. And so 
We don't want people to miss what you have to offer. And you can't just put it out there once and expect everybody's going to be like, oh, yes, this program sounds great. I want it. Sign me up, right? Um, So again, step number three, you're just validating it. Again, you have more clarity. You're you're clear on the structure, what's included. Um, So like you did in step number one, you're putting it out there again in a little bit of a different way. And again, you're seeing who's interested creating an even bigger list now because different people are saying yes, more people are saying yes. And again, you can ask more questions. This is the time when I love to ask questions like, if you were to sign up for a program that helped you lose weight on a plant-based diet, what would you love for it to include? What's the number one thing a weight loss program would have to include in your opinion. You know, questions like that, that really make them say, oh, well, it would have to have recipes. And then you're like, cool, putting that on the sales page, a big picture of my delicious, you know, Buddha bowl. So that is great. And again, you guys can jump on calls with people too. Some of my clients do that where they do, they do um, just kind of like these calls. I recommend you know, giving a little bit of value. So it's like, hey, I'm creating a brand new program. It's all about plant-based weight loss. I would love to see, I would love to get some feedback on it. And in return, I'll give you two custom tips that you can implement to help you lose weight. I'm only taking five people. Leave a comment below if you're interested in being one of them. Um, and you can set some some ground rules, right? Like you have to be serious about wanting to change, Um, You have to be open and honest about where you're at, like whatever is going to be helpful. I always just like to make sure that I'm not getting on on a call with the wrong person, somebody who's not actually interested in what I have to offer, right? Again, you're not selling them at this point, but it is helpful if it is helpful that the people you're talking to are as close to your ideal clients, even better if they are your ideal clients, right? And they probably will sign up for your program once it's ready when you're getting on a call with them. Again, you don't have to do calls, but if you haven't worked with a lot of people yet, calls can be really, really helpful. But if you have worked with a lot of people before or you've put out programs before, you've talked to people, you're good at this stuff, you can do this all through Facebook and Instagram. And even if you have an email list, an email list as well. I do all three. Step number four is gonna be the fun part, my favorite, and that is to create the launch plan. So what do I mean by a launch plan. I mean, this is the stuff that's going to get people to sign up for your program, right? This is how you're going to promote your program, get it in front of people. I recommend creating a plan. Now, I know so many of you are going to be like, okay, Sarah, give me the 411. How long does it need to be? Um, What do I start with? What do I do on day one and day two? And I do this for my clients and my mastermind members and signing social. But today on this podcast, I'm just going to keep it so freaking real with you guys. Launches are everything. You actually don't have to do this, you know, launch every three months or, you know, every month, like you don't have to do this big launch that takes all of your energy and all of your time and all of this equipment. And there's all this pressure on it because that's what Peter and I did when we first started our business and it did not work. So I know that this podcast episode is about launches, but I want you to uh, think outside of the box you know, think outside of maybe what you've heard about launching. If you're brand new to launching, this is like a great podcast to be listening to because I'm breaking a lot of the rules. But I want you to keep in mind that you get to do this your way. I'm giving you permission to do it your way. And a launch for you can consist of 
following these steps, of course, but in in terms of the launch plan for step number four, it can consist of you doing a live once a week, you know, until your one-on-one coaching is filled. I would do more, of course, but um, it doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. I don't want you guys to put all this pressure on launching because it can be stressful when you do that. And really, I want you to trust your intuition and what feels right and pay attention to your audience and your community. And if something isn't working, you need to bob, you need to weave, you need to switch it up. So Okay, launch plan. And I will answer the question of how long my launches are because this is, again, how I launch my programs and I want to be very transparent with you guys. So I will get to that. But in terms of creating a launch plan, I do want to give you a little bit more. So this is what I ask myself when it comes to creating a launch plan. What content needs to come before this program? What objections does my ideal client have? What are they going to be like, "Mm, I don't know about this? Or what do they need to know? What do they need to be thinking of? What mindset do they need to have in order for them to say, Sarah, I need this. I want to work with you. Let's do this, right? So I get in their brains a little bit. From there, then I think about what sounds like fun because here's the thing. There are some things that people do to launch their, their programs, their services, their courses, I don't like. I just don't like doing them. They're not fun. They seem like too much work. And like, you guys know, I love to freaking work, but I don't like my work to feel like work. I want it to feel fun and enjoyable. I want it to be something I get excited to get out of bed in the morning and do. So for me, one thing that falls into not fun is challenges. I freaking hate free challenges. Um, So you will not be seeing me do any of those, at least at the moment. But if that sounds like fun to you, some of my clients do that, go for that. Uh, For me, things that I like to do, usually, you've probably attended one or seen me offer them, webinar, Zoom calls. I love that. I love talking to you guys. I love feedback. I love video. So fun for me, engaging. So I love webinar. I love Zoom calls. I love live videos. I could go live every single day. I love doing podcasts. I love creating opt-ins, like free value. And then from there, you can create an email sequence that kind of nurtures and warms up people to let them know about your program, your product, your service, whatever you're offering. Um, I love direct outreach, just talking to you guys and saying like, hey, did you see this is out? Are you interested? Um, Or having you guys DM me questions about it and then starting the conversation that way. I love Instagram stories. If you're not following me at Sarah underscore Hegstrom, come say hello. So those are some things that I like. Those can fit into a launch plan. And here's something that you might consider. I personally don't plan everything out so far in advance. (laughs) Maybe you guys have noticed that. Um, Because I like things to be relevant. I like them to be authentic. And I like to leave room for magic. And what I mean by magic is when I'm creating a launch plan, if I create, say I'm doing like a two-week launch plan, right? If I schedule content and lives and webinars and everything for the entire two weeks and everything's planned out and then like five days in, I'm realizing everybody wants to know about passive income and I didn't plan anything about passive income, I'm going to want to do something on passive income because if I don't, I know it's going to hurt my sales, it's going to hurt my audience, it's not going to be good for everybody. So I leave room for that. I plan a few 
pieces of content, a few big things, you know, something at the beginning, the middle, the end, a list of content that I want to put out, maybe some live topics I want to do, maybe collaborations, a few podcasts I want to go live during launch week. Um, But I leave some room for magic and for things to come up. I always plan on doing like a Q&A, who's this program for, because that's just super helpful to then answer all of the questions you got all throughout um, the enrollment period. Okay, so I want to answer your question on how long should you launch? Unfortunately, it really depends. It depends on so many things. One big question is going to be how warm or another way to put it is how engaged is your audience? Do they respond to your emails? Do they comment on your post? Are they DMing you on your stories? Like, do you know what they want, what they need? If not, you're going to want a longer launch so you can really warm them up. Another thing to think about is how many seats are you trying to fill? If it's a big program, you're going to need more time to get more people signed up, especially if your audience isn't very warm. If it's only a few spots, like two two or three spots, maybe it's your one-on-one high-ticket coaching, you can probably do that in a week if you follow all of these steps, right? So it really just depends on your audience, the space. Um, And then another thing that I don't think enough people talk about is how long do you want to be talking about it for? A lot of times for me, I don't want to be talking about something all month long, you know, like one week, two weeks, three weeks max. That's for me personally. I launch more often and I do shorter launches. You might like to launch less frequently and do longer launches. I personally get bored really easily. I like talking about new things. I like creating new things. Um, And I I did find when I was health coaching that my audience, and especially if you have a smaller audience, they liked a variety of offers, not the same thing all the time over and over again, because like most of us, they get bored of hearing about the same thing too. And if you only have one offer, that's only one opportunity for people to work with you. Whereas if you have a lot of different things, then different people, if they're like, no, I don't want that offer from you, but you put something else out, that gives them another opportunity to sign up to work with you. It also gives the people who signed up for one offer an opportunity to sign up for another offer with you. Pretty much when I was health coaching, even now that I'm business coaching, a lot of my community, they've always signed up for more than one thing. Like there's just always more learning, more growth, more results that they want to get. You're not going to solve somebody's problems, all of them in one program. Otherwise, your program's probably going to be really long. I tried to do that, a six-month program, and people are probably going to have a long, a hard time getting all the way through it. I would rather have people, I would rather create shorter programs and more of them and have people get better results all throughout them and be able to get through them all and have the transformation. So in terms of launching, mine are usually anywhere from one to three weeks. That That usually works best for me. All right, are you still with me? (laughs) I know this is a lot. And again, that's why that downloadable is gonna be really helpful. So make sure you get that in the show notes if you haven't already. Okay, we're almost done, guys. (laughs) Number five, step part number five is gonna be to design a way for people to buy. So this is your sales page, right? So you have your launch plan, you, you have your program, it's very clear what it is. Now I want you to put it into a nice, pretty package. I have a sales page template that everybody who signs up for Assigning Social, all my one-on-one clients, you will get this as well. 
And this can be really helpful for putting it all together and making it really easy. I will say um, video, I highly recommend putting a video on the sales page. Um, But create a sales page. You guys can use MailChimp for a free version. You can use Kajabi. That's what we use. But a way for people to pay you that looks professional. You're going to want that. And then also going along with that, you're going to want to set up your emails. So what I like to do is, okay, full transparency, I do have Peter, so I do have help. So we can kind of move through this a little bit faster. This is one mistake I see a lot of coaches make and even coaches who sign up to work with me, they're like, okay, I'm going to do this in two weeks. I'm like, "Mm, are you sure that's going to be enough time? Um, Maybe, but are you sure? Because I do have Peter. And so I'll write the sales page copy. I always write my own copy. If you're like, wow, Sarah's content sounds just like her. It's because I write all of my copy. I want it to sound like me. And I think your copy should sound like you as well. And the cool thing I think about (laughs) this day and age and the business that we're in, like grammar and everything that we learned in school isn't as important as getting your message out and having people be like, wow, this is, you know, you. This sounds like you. I felt like I was talking to you. Um, It really sounds like your voice. So that's really what you want with your sales page copy. You want it to sound like you and you want to be speaking directly to your ideal client. Speak to one person, not a bunch of people, not a bunch of different people. Speak to the the number one person that you want to sign up for this program. So you're going to want sales page. I recommend sales pages even for one-on-one coaching and I recommend turning your one-on-one coaching into a program so it has a name, it has a title, so it seems enticing for people. And then also the process, like what happens, right? So I'll do the sales page copy, do the video, bonuses, all of that, photos, get all that together, send it to Peter, he'll start creating it. And then from there, there's also the offer page, right, where they actually check out, put their information in. And then there is the thank you page, right? After they sign up, you don't want the page to just like go black. You want it to be like, thanks so much for signing up. And then you can tell them what to do. Check your email. I sent you an email. Go to the Facebook group where the program is going to be taking place. Whatever you want them to do, you can tell them that on the thank you page. And then from there, you might have an email go out that says, here are your bonuses. Here is, you know, when we're going to start anything that you think they need that is going to go in there and you're going to want to create that too, right? So I I have Peter, which is nice. So then I can do all of that, send it to him, and then I can start promoting and going through like the launch sequence. Um, but if you don't have that, you're going to kind of have to juggle or, or I recommend outsourcing if you can as well, especially if you're not techie, outsource that crap because seriously, it takes me a really, really long time to make something look good. And it is not the best use of my time. So if you are like me, sister, outsource that crap. Um, And you can message me or message Peter and he can probably help you with that. Okay, where are we? We are on part number five, right? So you're doing the, you're doing the sales page, you're doing the process. And then the last part of this beautiful launch strategy is going to be to execute your plan and promote like crazy pants. You're going to promote way more than you think you are. Like I've said many times throughout my content, if you just put it out there once and nobody signs up, that does not mean that you suck. That does not mean that your program is crap. That means that you haven't told enough people about it, right? So now you are going to promote like crazy. You're going to execute your plan. So 
Within the plan, you guys, I really want you to think about a few more things. So I want you to think about where your ideal clients hang out. I want you to think about different ways you can talk about your program. So I highly recommend other things that really make a program kind of like stand out and fill up is going to be bonuses. That works really well. So you can you can even do an email just about the bonuses. Now, the bonuses aren't why people are signing up, right? The features aren't why people are signing up. They're signing up for the benefit. They're signing up for the value. But a lot of people are going to be on the fence. They're going to be like, oh, do I really need this? Do I want to spend the money? Can I figure this out on my own? Is it worth it? And then you put this bomb bonus and they're like, oh my gosh, I really want that t-shirt. I really want that tea box. I really want that protein powder she always talks about. I really want, you know, the diva light, like whatever it is. That's going to be like, okay, I'm sold. I need this. Let's do it, right? So when you are promoting, um, when you are executing your launch plan, um, and I guess this kind of goes back to to part four when you're creating the launch plan, but um, even five when you're executing, again, this could be the magic. Maybe you planned out the launch and you were like, oh, I wasn't going to talk about the bonuses. I wasn't going to talk about how many spots. Like that can be that can be kind of like your your secret weapon. You're like, oh man, like I really want to just fill up. Maybe you have 10 spots. You're like, I've sold five. And like, I was planning on doing this for a whole nother week. This is how my brain works, by the way. I was planning on doing this for a whole nother week. I kind of want to be done with it today and move on and just get started. So today, last minute, I'm going to say, everybody who signs up today gets a one-on-one call with me, but you got to sign up today, right? And you were not planning on doing it. It's kind of like this sense of urgency. And then they're like, okay, I'm in, right? So going along with that, executing your launch plan, promote way more than you think, add new stuff as it comes up. If it sounds good to you, I like to also like save some stuff. So just like kind of like let you in on how it usually works for me. And again, every business is going to be different. Every audience is a little bit different. But for me, it usually works. People sign up in the beginning and they sign up in the end. That's like always the case for me. So in the middle, that can be a little bit where it dips down and excitement kind of wears down. So what I like to do is I like to save. Now you guys know all my secrets, man giving it all away. Um, I'm just kidding. One, I'm not kidding. I am giving it all away, but I'm happy to. One thing that I like to do is I like to save a bonus that I don't put on the sales page for the middle of my launch and kind of like release it all of a sudden like, oh my gosh, here it is. Even though I was planning on doing it the whole time. And then everybody who already signs up, they obviously get it. I always do that. If I announce new bonuses or anything like new and exciting, the people who signed up first, like, of course, they're going to get it, right? Because I, you always want to reward the people who are your biggest fans and right on top of it. So that is the plan, you guys. That is the six-part plan. I have a few more tips I want to share with you, but definitely number six, execute your launch plan. Give yourself enough time. Promote it way more than you think. If your heart is in it and you love the program and you should create programs you love, do not give up. And I'm repeating this because this is something that I did when I first started and I wish I would have listened to my own advice. So my advice for you, and you can say it with me, is I will not give up on this program. I will not give up on my dreams. I am smart, I am capable, and I am already doing it. That is my affirmation for you as you launch because launch, 
Launching can be emotional. It doesn't have to be emotional, but it can be emotional. I have definitely been there before. And I promise sticking to this and really knowing your audience is going to help you so much. If you feel like you don't know your audience, if you're just pulling ideas out of thin air, you're going to have to get to know your audience. Um, But some of you know your audience and you have a great program, but you're still not having success. So if that is you, I'm going to cover really quick a few mistakes I see other coaches making when it comes to filling up their programs, signing clients, and having really successful launches. So the number one mistake that I see is no hype, right? All of a sudden, it's just like, here it is. One thing I really like to do is I like to build hype. I like to show you what I'm doing before it's ready. So I like to do little teasers. Um, So right now I'm promoting Signing Social and I've been talking about t-shirts. I had t-shirts made for this launch, which is really exciting. They say living your best life. I'm super pumped about them. I'll be rocking them all year round. And I kind of was telling you guys, like, what should the t-shirt say? Like, do you want to see the t-shirts? You know, these are for my mastermind. Um, Before the program came out, I created new Facebook banners for it. I've been telling people about it. Uh, I created a wait list for it. I don't always do all of these things. For me, it has to feel good. And I really listen to my intuition. So if I want to do this kind of stuff, then I do it. But sometimes I don't. But I do some kind of teaser, hype, let people know it's coming, show behind the scenes, show me working on it. Don't be afraid to show people things before they're perfect. I think that's one thing that we do a lot and I used to do it too until I realized it wasn't helpful and it didn't mean anything. Like if I didn't have, I think like one limiting belief that I had was I need to have everything together. I need to be professional. I already need to have clients. I already need to have the program. I need to have the office. I I need to be doing it full time in order for people to sign up to work with me. But that is not the truth. What people want is they want to see what you're doing. They're nosy. They want to see your life. They want to see what you're working on. They want to see that you're a real person. They want to see that you can help them. They don't want to see that you have this perfect program already. I mean, If you do have it, that's awesome. Show it, promote it. But if you're working on it, show people you're working on it. Let them participate in the creation of your program. They're going to be way more invested if you do that. So create hype around it, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that feels good. But I highly recommend you don't skip creating that hype and showing them and inviting them along with you as you create it. Okay, the next mistake I see is not selling enough You guys, selling is serving. Selling is serving. Selling is serving. If you have a program that will help people who are struggling, it is your job to get that program in front of people. That's all there is to it. If you are selling snake oil, I don't even know what that is. I think I've been hearing that on Netflix. It's ever happened to you. You're like watching a show and then this line gets in your head and you're like, that is so not my language, but... I think what it means is if you're selling something that people don't need, it's not effective, it's not helpful, and you're just looking to make a quick buck, then yeah, that is salesy. You should feel bad about that. But you're not. If you're listening to my podcast, you probably want to help people get healthy, live their best life, go after their dreams, feel really freaking good. You should feel good about that. That is value, and a lot of people are struggling with their health. So please sell more, tell more people about your program. Usually 
people just don't know about it. And you might feel like you're talking about it all the time, but with Facebook and Instagram and the algorithm always changing and people taking social media breaks and not getting emails, like there's so many different factors that can keep people from seeing what you have to offer, which is why I recommend using different platforms, using different pieces of content on different platforms, right? Getting in front of new people, getting in front of old people, like really switching it up and just continue to sell. And if you're the type who does a post where it's like a picture of like a beautiful recipe, and then you're talking about the recipe and at the very end, you're like, and I have one spot open in one-on-one coaching, that's not enough. That is not enough. What you need to do is you also need to do a post where you're just talking about your program, your service, what you have to offer. Mix those into. I love value posts. I think it's really important, but I also think it's important. People know about your program. Go live about your program. Go live about your program more than once. Another mistake is sharing the features versus the benefits. And what I mean by features is sharing that my program is eight weeks long. It has two coaching calls with me per month and five recipe handouts and six videos and a PDF and what to eat when traveling, right? Those are the features and those should be on the sales page. Um, And you can talk about those, but you want those to be less of a feature, less prominent, I guess is what I'm trying to say, than the benefits. So what are the benefits? The benefits of your program is, you know, the confidence wearing their bikini at the beach, the energy they feel when they go to pick up their kids at three o'clock in the afternoon. Again, don't steal these, obviously, like think of ones for your ideal clients, but What are the benefits of your program? What are they going to walk away with? And the more specific you can be, no sugar cravings, no more sugar cravings, that's pretty good, but it can be even better, right? It could be no 3.30 chocolate chip binge where they go in and they, you know, if you sign up to work with me, you will no longer feel the urge to go for the bag of chocolate chips every day at 3 p.m., right? Um, figure out what it is for them. One thing, I don't know if a coach said this or a mentor or somebody said this, the benefits of the benefits, right? So going a little bit deeper within that. So if one of the benefits of your program is weight loss, the so it would be like, you know, join my program and you'll lose weight so that. That's like my favorite line. I'm always telling my clients like, okay, sales page looks good, but can you please add some so that points? And what I mean by that is, You'll lose weight so that you can run a marathon, so that you can get out of bed in the morning excited for your day. You see what I mean? Figure out what it is for them. And again, this can be some really great market research. You know, what's the number one reason you want to lose weight? What is your weight keeping you from doing? Those are great questions to ask. So you really get to the core of what your ideal client wants. I know for my ideal clients, for the women joining me and signing social, they want sales to be easy and authentic. They don't want it to, they don't want to feel salesy. They don't want to feel like it's hard, like nobody wants to work with them. How do I know this? Because I asked them, because I talked to them, because I used to be them. When I was trying to sell my programs, it was so frustrating. I was always worried. What if nobody signs up? What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not cut out for this, right? Right. 
So I know from experience. So you might know from experience too in terms of health, but if you don't know, that's okay. And that is what social media is so great for is asking your audience, polling your audience. Okay. A few more things. Another mistake that you might be making, and feel free to let me know on Instagram if you're making this, is not telling their story. So many coaches, you guys, I go to so many websites and Instagram accounts for health and wellness coaches, and so many of them are sharing pictures that aren't them. I'm like, Cindy, who is this? Oh, this is a stock photo. Oh, who is this? Oh, that's a stock photo. Why do you have all of these stock photos of different people on your Instagram, but none of them are you? I don't have any good pictures of myself. Oh my gosh, get good pictures of yourself. And then another thing I see is like all of these facts, like facts about celery juice. So many people are talking about celery juice right now. I mean, I'm kind of guilty of it if you watch my stories. Um, I talk about how great it is and I get it. But instead of just talking about celery juice, what if you incorporated why you personally started drinking celery juice? What was it for you that made you say, I'm buying a juicer? I'm loading up on the celery. I'm buying all the celery so Sarah can't get any. You know, what is your story? People are going to connect to you when you let them in on your story, what you've been through, why you're creating this program, why you want to help women with this problem, right? You guys have so many amazing stories. And I say this to my clients, I love hearing them. I love hearing about them. But then I go to your social media and I see facts and I see pictures that aren't you. And I don't see any of the stories that you tell me during our one-on-one calls. During our one-on-one calls, that's why I think you're so awesome. And it's not because you're paying me. That's not why I think you're so awesome. I think you're so awesome because you're actually letting me in. And if you let more people in, you will see more people join you in your programs. So don't be afraid to tell your story. You are important. I know a lot of marketers and programs, they they teach, you know, it's not about you, it's about them. And that is true, but it is about you too, because it's your business, it's your brand, and people are buying into you and they have to trust you and they have to know you and they have to like you. And how can somebody really do that if you always share stock photos and factual posts? They can't. Okay. Oh, this one is so good. Okay. Last two. So This isn't really a mistake, but this is just something that I really want to share with you. And that is, I promise you, people are not hung up on the price. It's not the price. So many of my coaches are undercharging. If you're one of my coaches and you're listening, raise your price. So many of them are undercharging because they're afraid that people aren't going to sign up to work with them because of the price. You guys, it's not the price. People aren't signing up to work with you because your price is too high. They aren't signing up to work with you because they don't see how you can help them, right? So this is just a point I wanted to throw in there and wanted to make sure I really shared on this podcast today because I know with a launch, you guys are going to be thinking about, Sarah, how do I price my programs, right? Um, So I just want to, I have an Instagram video I'll link below where I talk about how I price things, but I just want to reiterate the fact that the price is not the deciding factor for most people. I definitely recommend offering things at different prices, but at the same time, like if people really want and need what you're offering, they will find a way to make the money, to find the money, to get the money, to charge it, whatever it takes to join your program. But 
You can't be hung up on the price. If you are hung up on the price, they will be hung up on the price. And what you need to do more than anything is be 100% clear on how your program can help them. And if you don't know, you gotta go back to the drawing board and figure out how can I create a program that is so awesome that will get amazing results for my clients and then you need to talk about them nonstop. Okay, the last tip before I go and let you implement all of this yummy knowledge is they don't build a relationship with their audience. So if you haven't built a relationship with your audience, it's going to be a lot harder for you to fill up a program because they don't really know you that well. You don't really know them that well. Um, If you have no engagement on your posts, you're going to want to work on that before you launch something. And this has been really fun for me. This is something that I really enjoy and hopefully you have experienced it. If not, please reach out to me. Let's build a relationship. I get so excited learning about your life and what you're doing and like just today, like one of my past clients, like she's getting ready to have a baby. So I was like checking in with her, like, have you had the baby yet? Um, I talked to another one of my past clients, just like catching up on the phone for 40 minutes. Like I, the people that I work with are people that I consider my friends and I enjoy working with and I want to talk to them and I want to get to know them and I have built that relationship. So it's a lot easier for me to fill up programs because people know, like, and trust me because I've spent the time building the relationship. And that doesn't mean that it has to take a long time, but if you don't know your ideal clients that well, like if you aren't commenting on their Instagram posts or like asking them questions or learning about their life, I do think it is a lot harder. And I've posted about this on Instagram before too, is a good exercise for you guys to do is to pay attention to the people that you have purchased from and what traits they have and what made you say, yes, I want to buy from them. What was it? And probably for a lot of you, because you guys are my ideal clients, is the way that they made you feel, how they interacted with you, the personal touches. And so you're going to want to ask yourself, am I doing that same thing, right? And a lot of times this comes down to, do you have a relationship with them? And again, it doesn't have to take a long time to do this. I have been really loving doing this on Instagram. Like I will like watch a few stories and be like, if there's something cool, like I'll just say it. And I'm kind of the type of person where if I see something that I really like, I'll just be like, oh my gosh, I love your sweater. Where did you get it from? Like I am, I guess like outgoing in that sense. I'm like extrovert and kind of introverted. Um, I like, I like social media because I can kind of put out as much as I want, but then when I need to retreat, I can retreat. It's very easy. So social media is kind of my jam that way. But if you're not similar in terms of your personality type, you'll have to find a way that feels good to you. Um, But spend some time thinking about it. Spend some time thinking about how you can form a relationship with your audience, because I promise that will help you in the long run. Cool. We made it. So if you listen to this whole entire podcast, I would love to hear from you. Like how I said whole entire, the reason I said that is because you've probably heard my throat has been acting up so much. It probably doesn't love me for this, but I really wanted to get this information out to you because I know this would have helped me so much when I was launching and just struggling. Like I wish somebody would have told me, hey, Sarah, why don't you vet your idea first? Hey, Sarah, why don't you create better relationships with the people who already follow you first. Hey, Sarah, why don't you actually create a launch plan? Hey, Sarah, your launch doesn't have to be super long. You can launch multiple things. So 
Hopefully this helps you just as much as it would have helped me. And if you did listen, I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Let me know. You can do a screenshot of the episode. I would love to hear from you. All right. Until next time.